mamas gave us till we couldn't shake no more. We got down on our knees when cancer knocked at our door. We got kicked in the ass. We gave lots of sass. Oh, when it rains, it falls into this half full glass. Oh, thanks, cancer. Thanks, cancer. Thanks, cancer. Victories in the dark. Hi, I'm Mimi Hall. And I'm Leanna House. And you're listening to Thanks Cancer. We are two cancer friends. And we're not doctors, we're not nurses. We're not shrinks, we're not psychics, we're not shamans. No, and cancer's pretty hard too. I mean, cancer's a little hard. You might hear some swearing words in the episode. Ben, we hope you'll enjoy it. This is the podcast we wish that we had when we were going through our treatment. So today we're talking about insomnia. Why are we talking about insomnia? That sounds exhausting. Well, you know, insomnia is something that a lot of people struggle with. And when you go through cancer, if you have cancer treatment, if you haven't gotten insomnia yet, you might. Oh, my God. If you haven't gotten insomnia, like, write us. We want to know that you exist. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Everyone seems to consistently get this thing where they can't sleep at night, where you up. I binge Netflix all night long. Um, well, and I wonder if it's physical or mental, the insomnia, because you're not going to be able to sleep when you just had something terrible happen, right? Yeah, and I feel like your immune system's all weird, which is can maybe lead into it too. I don't, I don't know. So, what was your deal like during um, your treatment, Leanna? What like? So I get manic when I'm stressed out, and insomnia is a part of that. So, on a fairly regular basis, before cancer came along, I would be up all night, and it got a lot worse during cancer treatment and after treatment, like, forget about it. Like, at one point I was sleeping, like, two hours, and then I would be up for three hours in the middle of the night, and I'd sleep another two hours. And four hours is not enough sleep, turns out. Mm Mm-hmm. So I spent a lot of time not sleeping. Mm Mm-hmm. But it doesn't end up being very productive time. It's, uh, it's, it's like... It's like you're just in sus- in suspension. Yeah, you can't you can't accomplish anything. What did you do with your time? Um, I tried to read, but I couldn't read, so I listened to audiobooks and podcasts. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I did with my time because I yeah. couldn't even I couldn't even pay attention enough to like make words cohere. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it just it's really hard to focus when you're not getting enough sleep because when you sleep is when your body and your brain like collates what happened Mm -hmm. in the day and if you're not sleeping and you don't have enough time to process and you've had way more to process than you ever have had before of course you're gonna go a little crazy Mm -hmm. of course you're gonna have this weird feedback loop of you don't get enough sleep so you go a little more crazy so you don't get enough sleep Mm -hmm. like all of that is a all of that is a feedback loop yeah and it's it becomes really hard to break that feedback loop are you out of it now 
I'm more out of it. I get, now I get like three hours of sleep and sometimes I'm up in the night for one hour and then I get another three hours of sleep and that's almost like a normal, like 2018 sleep, right? Six, six hours six with a little hours. slice in between. Right, like I know 97% of people get six hours of sleep a night. Like none of us are sleeping enough, right? Just normally. That's, yeah, it's like true. Like before it's cancer. Really unhealthy. Yeah, we're yeah. all really unhealthy. Yeah. I always, I've always been one of those people who needed a lot of sleep. And right before I got diagnosed, I wasn't getting enough sleep. And it was a real problem for me. And so for me, I got diagnosed. And it was almost like, why well, I, I left work. Um, I, you know, I went on disability. And so I on leave and I I guess I just slept I slept for like 18 hours I needed the sleep so badly and then I also was on um this drug so I was you know oh so you slept too much well I wouldn't say that I slept too much I think I needed the sleep I think I was like exhausted and I hadn't known I hadn't accepted that anything was going on and when I did accept it just I sort of like let go into the sleep but also I think with a drug I was taking which was a variant on Herceptin um um, it was this TDM1 drug, this targeted therapy. I, I could feel the cancer shrinking so quickly. I think I just needed to sleep to pro. I think my body needed to process it. I mean, it literally like these four tumors melted away into nothing. So I think that maybe the body needed a lot of sleep. Okay, so that I slept. My family remembers a rug. We could not believe like they would be doing chores around me and tasks and stuff, loud stuff, and I would just sleep right through it. Wow. Right then, it's interesting. Then I got surgery and I couldn't move after surgery. And that's when my sleeplessness started because I couldn't exhaust myself. That's how I normally sleep is by exhausting myself. Like my whole life had been exhausting myself, like to the point where I get diagnosed, right? Right. And then and then that gets totally disrupted. And then I had then I'd been rested up, you know, at that point the cancer's gone you know, for my body. Now I've got this weird energy, but I can't really move. And so I started this, I learned that I'm a Netflix binger for the first time. I'd never watched Netflix. I didn't own Netflix on my laptop. So did you steal someone else's? No, no, my parents like set me up. I bought it on my own. I, you know, and I, but I'd never had that before. I didn't have time to watch Netflix before. I'd heard of binge watching, but I was, and it sounded interesting, but I didn't have time for that. No one has time. No, some people have time. I have time in my life now to binge Netflix. I did not have time before my diagnosis to binge Netflix for the job I had. It was not an option. I would have been working until I went to bed. Like that was the kind of job I had. It was fine, but no Netflix. Normal for a lot of people. Right. But some people do make time for Netflix. Anyway, if you have not made time for Netflix, you may suddenly discover that you, but listen. You have the opportunity to make time for Netflix. Right. But just like any drug that you take while you're going through cancer, or treatment that they'll hand out to you like peanuts watch out because you're gonna have to detox from Netflix I had to do that I had to when I was getting better learn how to well exercise again exhaust myself again and take my laptop and put it up in my office and not have it be a bedroom accessory you know just like not flop around like a dead fish all throughout the night or day this side that side <laughs> watching house of cards <laughs> like three seasons so, in so a row. you only slept in the bedroom 
I mean, I just, I just, I, yeah, I, I started making that a place for, I started to get more civilized again and back to my normal old ways. And I just want right. to say that there's a detox process if you get addicted to Netflix or podcasts yeah. too um, yeah. at night. You Don't know. get addicted to us. Yeah. Or reading or anything like just, it's a, it's, yeah, you have to get, anyway. So what are your protocols for trying to get sleep and adjusting to this? So I think the edibles helped me during cancer treatment. Edible marijuana. Edible marijuana. Okay, got it. Would help me during cancer treatment to get some sleep. Yeah. That was one of the only things that worked. Now, supposedly, the THC in marijuana does disrupt your dream cycle. So your REM cycle. So just something to note. I just recently, there's a, there's a new book that's out that discusses some of this. So just something to be aware of. Like, okay. I think it's, I think if you had to choose between the two, like I'm going to take a little edible to fall asleep or I'm going to like not sleep. I, I would choose to choose the edible, but just to know, like right. you wouldn't want to do that too much. Yeah, I guess. Because it gets addictive. No, I think it's because you're not dreaming fully. Oh. You're not, you're not dreaming as deeply. Well, it, it is. Anyway, we'll talk about it afterwards, but it's interesting. Okay. There's some mm-hmm. research. Yeah. You need to dream. Yeah, you do. It's important. Or else they start showing up during the day. Like like hallucinations? Exactly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's scary. Uh-huh. So I also took melatonin. Oh, yeah. Did that work for you? Yes, most of the time. Did you take it often or just on occasion? On occasion. Like, on and off, like, I would go through several days taking melatonin every night. Mm-hmm. And then I'd go off of it right. for, you know, a while. Three weeks. Right, right, right. Until you whatever. need it again with some... Right. Okay. So it would go in cycles. Okay. I like um, taking magnesium. Yes. I find that works. I've, I've tried that too. Valerian works. It stinks horribly, but it does work. It puts you out. I think it's also somewhat addictive, but it's good. You can just get it at CVS. And I really like Alpha Brain by Onnit, which has magnesium in it, but it also has a lot of other stuff that gives you really good deep dreams. And that may be something if you're doing marijuana, you're using medical marijuana, you may want to like almost counter it a little bit by having alpha brain because it does give you lucid dreams. So I think alpha it would be brain. alpha brain. Yeah, I have okay. some downstairs. I'll show it to you. And then um, I'll try it. And then I just really want to give a shout out to just lorazepam, you know, good old lorazepam. Like if you're really having a problem sleeping, pop a lorazepam again, like if you start doing it every night, you're going to have to withdraw and the withdrawal is going to take a while. If you go cold turkey, it'll take five or six or seven days depending on how long you've been doing it for. I don't and recommend it. you have it. to wean yourself off. Yeah, or you have to wean yourself off. But my doctors prescribed that to me, and now I take it on occasion when I can't sleep or when I do wake up at, like... Because I do wake up at 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. too sometimes, and sometimes that's okay because I have a chill day the next day and I can muddle through. Other times I have, like, two presentations to make that happen yeah. last week, and I was just like, no, I'm taking a pill. Thank you very much because I have to perform at my job, and it was fine. And then the next night I didn't take it, and I haven't taken it since. But it's just great to have it there for you. So As an option. Yeah, just lorazepam, Ativan. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Talk I've, to your doctor. I've, I've had that too. And did we talk about exercise? I, we, we, we brushed upon it, but yeah, you love exercise as a way of sleeping. I mean, sometimes it's the only thing that works. Or just exhausting yourself. Like if you can't exercise, like if you're going through treatment and when you're listening to this, like just like walking up a hill. Yeah. If that's going to, but whatever it takes to exhaust your body. Yeah. 
we're, we're maybe cleaning the house. Man, sometimes I, I've done some epic house cleaning lately. I know you can't really tell, but I actually have been like purgating a lot and um, doing some deep clean. And it's exhausting. So, you know, like just clean your house. <laughs> I mean, Mimi <laughs> was over one. recently, so she's telling me not so subtly that no, I should I'm not. clean my No, <laughs> it wasn't for you. I was just really impressed myself. And my muscles were aching yesterday, and I'm like, what have I done? I felt like I'd lifted weights, and I was like, oh, I did very vigorous house cleaning and put up a Christmas tree. Oh. Therefore, I ache. You know, I've never had a Christmas tree. I was just thinking, it makes me feel so adult. I've only had them like five times on my own. Some of them have been super Charlie Brown Christmas trees too, like little New York City, like, you know, (laughs) not this proper Christmas tree. But yeah, it's fun. It's fun. That one's from New Hampshire, from Bethlehem, New Hampshire. I mean, I have Christmas lights. Oh, hey, apropos of nothing, but I think this will interest you and our listeners. Wondering earlier this week, over the weekend, um, eating breakfast, why Jesus and um, Mary and Joseph were crossing the desert to, why were they crossing the desert? Like, why did they get stuck out? And it was a census. Jesus, you did pun intended. You know that. I. You know what? I was shocked. It was for a census. Yeah. I find that you have so to return home, odd. or you had to return home every twenty years or taxes. something. It was taxes, right? Because I mean, <laughs> I assume that census was to pay taxes, right? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it was. That's a really dumb reason. It's so strange that that is why Christ was born in the manger and everything. Like, for a census. I just thought, I was like, it never occurred to me. But if you were really well-schooled. I, sh- you know, I could have, I could have, like, I could have not gone to the Google and just called you. I like, mean. The olden days. In religion. Know? You know, no, you know a lot about it. That's great. I had no <laughs> idea. I thought it was fascinating. No. I think it's a wonderful fact. And I think that's a wonderful way to send people off on the holidays with Thanksgiving. Okay. So fill out your census data. <laughs> you know, I think I skipped the last census. I don't even exist. I think I'm disabled now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I guess I count as disabled. I don't know if I'm disabled or not. I find it very questionable. Mm-hmm. But anyway, thanks, Jesus. Um, and thanks, Cancer. Yeah, thanks, Cancer. <laughs> that was our episode. Thanks for listening to Thanks, Cancer. If you guys enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you would give us a review on iTunes or Google Play. And you can find us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook at Thanks, Cancer. And please, we'd love to hear from you, your stories. Your protocols. Exactly. Advice that you have to share with the community. So send us your audio files at info at thanksCancer.com. Well, the traffic stopped you lay on the horn and you ask yourself, where is my cancer unicorn? But we're at the gate with your We're your passport date Cause cancer's damn hard Oh, thanks cancer Thanks cancer Thanks cancer Victories in the dark